Blog Talk Radio.
or the mosque or the synagogue is actually saying to us. What if we came on down out of that from the perspective of Father God and man as God into Mother God and woman as God, and we made new alliances? This is something that I find that black women really do struggle with. And I'm saying black women because, you know, I address black women first. I am a black woman, so, of course, everything I do is for myself, and you all are reflections of me. But for women in general, this is true for all women, because I have clients who are not black women who also have experienced something similar, and that is a negative relationship to ourselves sexually. Because we are women, because we can become pregnant, there's a lot of fear associated with our sexuality. There's a lot of shame associated with our sexuality and a whole lot of work as well. I saw this meme today and it was saying, what if women had to orgasm in order to get pregnant? There'd be like 11 motherfucking people on a bus. <laughs> and you know I'm not wrong. You know I'm not wrong. There'd be like 11 people on the damn planet if women had to have an orgasm to produce a child. If we made a woman's orgasm as essential as a man's orgasm, if women's sexuality was centered. And now there are people who would say that women are centered, that there are a lot of men. We've been seeing a lot of this commentary online. I'm sure you've been seeing it because I have, and I ain't even been in the country. But um, there are a lot of men who've been talking a lot of crap uh, about, you know, women's rights and women's empowerment and you know they have what they have to say and we don't need to sit here and rehash it okay take the needle off the record but they would think that we've got a lot of privilege and a lot of power and that's like any group who is a dominant group whether you see that as an oppressive group or not that's on you but any group that's a dominant group once they start to see the subordinate group kind of make headway and leeway they begin to feel like something's being taken from them because their entire identity is predicated upon there being a subgroup. And so it's similar when it comes to black women in our sexuality and the way that we relate to it. So the dominant group are the women who are pretending to be chaste. The dominant group are the women who are, you know, data white guy, oriented focus, get married, oriented focus, uh, we need to be more feminine, whatever the hell that means, oriented and focused. And the focus is not so much on what is good for each individual woman. There's a lot more focus on what is good for black woman, quote unquote, the brand, the collective, and not enough focus on what each woman's individual journey is going to look like. And so then there's a lot of infighting and judgment of, well, your journey looks different than mine, so what's this? And there's this hierarchy, and I've got to be up above you. And we've got this same sort of group where the dominant group wants the dominant narrative of get married, bear babies, right? And anyone who comes outside of that group of, you know, align yourself with a male or sacrifice yourself to a male, compromise, whatever, those people are always going to have to create friction. And so this is also true when it comes to us and our sexual sovereignty. 
when it comes to us being the sexual sovereign, when it comes to us exercising a sense of sovereignty over our sexuality, whether that's saying, I do not want to have sex with a bisexual man, I want a heterosexual man. Or, or in today's climate, that's saying, I do not want a transgender man. I want a man who is cisgender, who is biologically male, who is accepting of himself as he was born. That is also a controversial thing to say. You're going to get called all kinds of phobic. Y'all know I don't give a fuck about any of it. You know what? I don't fucking care. Um, I'm going to call it like I see it and call it like it is. But the fact remains that there's still a lot of taboo and a lot of dominant culture, uh, I guess you could say warfare, when it comes to women's sexuality and how we relate to it, you know, a lesbian woman saying, I want a cisgender woman is somehow phobic because she doesn't want a penis between us. You know, it, there's a lot of crap that's going on as it pertains to women's sexuality. So when we step into this realm of being sexually sovereign within a dominant culture that is a rape culture, you are going to face opposition, and that opposition is first going to come from motherfuckers who look like you, period, point blank. It's going to come from in-house. This is going to come from in-house, and this is why, and I've talked about this extensively. I've talked about it for years. It's still true. I've been talking about it since 2014. God help us. We are two months out of 2020, two months to 2020, and it's still true, but <laughs> it's still true. But the fact remains that the sisterhood, being as it is, is a large part of our problem. And because of this jealousy and infighting and all this crap, it ends up hurting us and our ability to actually advance. Because I can't hear it because it's coming from that one. I want to hear it from this particular bitch that I've decided was my God, and she's not my God, so I can't hear it from her. And I don't like the way that she says it, if she cusses or whatever. Whatever the case might be, instead of taking the lessons and leaving the garbage, what are we doing? Infighting, vying for attention, everybody's competing. I want to get there first. Let me lead them to it because the way she's doing it is this, that, and the other. And it's a whole bunch of mess. But if we are really going to step into sexual sovereignty, you have to be prepared for that. Because if it happens in the low culture, if it's happening online, you know, Everybody's now marketing something, but Diva did it first. And they're all copying my feelings. So if it's happening online, it's also going to happen in real life. And even the people who aren't going to try and copy you or say what you say or do what you do and model themselves after how you live your life while also shitting on you about how you live your life, even if it's not that, it'll be some woman who is terrified. Now, this is something I've come into contact with, but some woman who is terrified of accessing her sexual sovereignty, so she's going to throw stones and cast judgment at you. Now, let's talk about that. Because we're talking about growing pains and being the black sheep. And, you know, this is really more about my growth journey in the last two years because it's been a while since I've come to you guys on the show. But, you know, as I have gone from being the rape victim to being the sexual sovereign, it's been an interesting journey because in teaching black women, I'm getting pushback from chicks. Oh, she's going to hell. She was going to hell. She's a whore. 
<laughs> well, honey, you first because you the one paid a witch to change your life. Oof, and I oof. But this is the kind of crap, you know. We we are still we are still dealing with women who have been Christianized, who are male oriented. No matter how much they say goddess, 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 and no matter how much they I won't level up, they are still patriarchal inherently. No matter how many goddess classes they take, no matter how many classes on the elements they take, inside of them they are still contracted to servicing men, masculinity, and thus patriarchy. And that's just the way that it is. So as we're coming out of this patriarchal, the patriarchal matriarch, the patriarchal matriarchy, the faux matriarchy of bitches who lay it down, lay it down, you hoes lay it down to the men, right? And we step into this sovereign divinity of pleasure, abundance, juiciness, lust, passion, the immense great passion that is required to make your magic pop can make your manifestations actually come into fruition. It takes passion to get that done. Passion. And so these women who lack passion will be the very first ones to pick up the stone and throw it at you, call you a hoe, call you a whore, say you're going to hell, say that you're a traitor to whatever the fuck man that you got because of the way you choose to live your life. Got a man, he ain't acting right, you want to leave him, you a traitor, according to the patriarchal matriarchy. Okay? 11 years stuck by his side, and now you about ready to do a Bernadette. You a traitor, according to the patriarchal matriarchy. Y'all. Hell, you a lesbian, and you don't want to be with a transgender woman? You a traitor, according to the patriarchal fucking matriarchy. And this, I've been saying it for years, and I know. What the hell do I know, right? I'm just saying, good black woman. But the real problem is woman against woman. It's not even the men. The men will do what we tell them to. The more you actualize your power and step into your godhood, your divine dark femininity, the more you will realize that it is you. The seed starts with you. We've been saying Woman is the first cause. The black woman is the first cause. But you don't want to be that first cause. You don't want to be the one who causes all the other effects in your life. You don't want to actually make smart choices that will cause smart and wise manifestations and or effects in your life. And that is the challenge. That's the challenge because, look, you've not been trained to do so. You've not been trained or taught to do so. You've not been showed how. So somebody has to be brave enough to live out loud on purpose, and you're welcome. It'll be me. But while doing it, we're going to have to deal with the judgment. We're going to have to deal with the lost handmaidens of patriarchy who have now dressed themselves up as the patriarchal matriarchy, and these women are not interested in anything to do with sovereignty, not in any form, not sexually, not financially, not spiritually, not emotionally, not mentally, they're not interested in feminine or female sovereignty. Not in any way. We are to align ourselves with men, to men, or to throw ourselves on 
as an, a willing sacrifice on the altar of maleness and masculinity, or our own sisters will do it for us. They'll talk bad about you, post screenshots, do all the crazy things. Choose to live your life anyway. I've been watching some things on Facebook while I've been quiet, and I've been seeing a sister, I won't name her, but I love watching her post. She's been talking a lot about sexuality, and she's been talking a lot about her boyfriend and, you know, some of her life experiences, and I just love, it's just so refreshing watching her just be so open and give zero fucks, but you know that some bitch somewhere screenshot has she talking talk about it, and she has seen this stuff. But this is what happens. You see, we say carefree black girl. But when a black girl is actually carefree, when she does as she pleases, when she bows to nobody, not a husband, not a baby daddy, not her father, not the nigga she's fucking, when she does as she pleases, it's a problem. It's a problem. It's not received well. So I will tell you what I always tell you. Feel what you feel and still choose you. Feel what you feel and still choose you. Go through whatever they put you through and still choose you. What do you want? What do you lust for? Because lust is not just sex. Desire is not just sex. So what is it that you desire? What are those secret desires in your heart that you thought were never possible? What are those things, those hidden things, those hidden passions, lost and forgotten? That is what you need to get access to in yourself. And that is the purpose of my Pleasure Principle class. I'm going to be teaching this class on sacred sexuality, sex magic, and a whole lot more that I can't say to <laughs> no, we're going to talk about going from being the rape victim to being the sexual sovereign, and I will detail a lot more about my journey there. It has to be private because, Lord, anything you put out here, these people are going to go crazy when I told you about the patriarchal matriarchy and how these women live for nothing more than to hate on women who have what they want till they get it. Then they change their story. They hate on women who have what they want till they get it, and then they change their story. Look at Fantasia. Now women need to submit. Was she submitting when she was fucking somebody's husband? I don't know. But the patriarchal matriarchy is always going to be here to drag you back down to be that crab in a bucket. You have to choose you. So this is why I do things behind a paywall, because when you do things public like this, like I've got a bunch of callers in the switchboard, we are not opening the lines, because then you'll have somebody coming here to argue, and we don't need that. So I'm actually going to cut the show off here, because the call lines are crazy, line up. <laughs> but we're going to discuss this a lot more in the class, where I will be talking to you all about sex magic. I'll be talking to you about sex magic alchemy, the alchemy of orgasm the alchemy of orgasm, how to use sex to rebirth parts of you that have been lost or killed, murdered, via sexual violations, sex trauma, sexual assault, rape, molestation, all of these things. Sex where he comes and you don't. Sex where you have it because you don't really want to, but you're afraid he's going to cheat on you or beat on you or whatever. 
these sorts of things that create trauma and blockages. We're going to deal with how to transmute that, how to alchemize the energy and to shift it, both in the dark and in the light. I'm going to teach you all a lot about breathing. We're going to go into yoni breathing, the esotericism of yoni breathing and how to put it into regular practice in your life. I'm going to be teaching again about the sexual medicine wheel, the male and the female sexual medicine wheel, and more. The sign-up details are in the description box below, and I'm looking forward to you being in class. Trust me, you don't want to miss this one. Reason being, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it honest with you. I've been doing a lot of mentorship on the sexual sovereignty and, you know, using the tools, using the spirit, not only to engage and to restore ourselves back to where we were, our former sexual glory, after a violation or whatever you've experienced that has, you know, thrown you off, thrown off your root chakra, your sacral chakra. To get yourself back balanced is one thing, but then to re-engage as a sexual being after you've been violated, that's something else. So first and foremost, and I really can't say too much on this, but we petition the spirit to draw the right and proper masculine to you. And we ain't talking about jokers either. And can't. Talking about can't. No? But anyway, in addition to that, healing what's going on within you, to shift what's going on within you out of a place of stagnation and into a place of growth and tranquility. It's essential for your growth. There is a sister who's been following my sexual sovereign teachings, and we've done restoration from rape for her. And now she's got this amazing boo that she thin thing. We knew she had. We watching your Insta. <laughs> and she's got this new boo, and she was smart as hell to keep his face hidden. Yes, honey, because um, if they ain't man poaching, they certainly going to be sending negative energy. People are so evil and hateful. People who don't have nothing don't want you to have nothing either. Never forget it. I told you first. Anyway, um, so she did all she had to do to protect herself like I teach my students to do. And I said to her, I said, <laughs> I said to her, sis, let me ask you something. Is it at all possible that you are now able to come back into yourself as a sexual being after, you know, completely dissociating sexually from men after the sex assault trauma due to the teachings and me living out loud this sexual sovereignty? And she started to cry and she said yes, and it was a very, very tender moment for us. So, you know, they're going to talk. But let them talk, baby. We'll give them something to talk about. I give zero fucks because what's mostly important to me is y'all healing. Boom. I'm Triple Dark Goddess. This has been another Bitch House production, the Angry Divas radio show. Make sure that you get signed up for my class, The Pleasure Principle, where we are going to be going over the right of sexual sovereignty. Um, we're going to end up doing a ritual as well. This is a couple of different classes in one. This is the first of it, though. We will be talking about sexual magic. And alchemy, that's the first one. The pleasure principle, the first class is sex, magic, and alchemy. The sex class is restoration, sex restoration. And the third class is sexual rebirthing, rebirthing the feminine sexual soul, restoring the feminine sexual soul, and alchemizing the feminine sexual soul. That's three classes in this pleasure principle. 
three principles of pleasure that are essential to you as a woman. And look, we already know, the stats say at least 60%. This is that we know of women who reported it. 60% of black women have been sexually violated or assaulted, molested by the time they turn 18. If it's not you, maybe it's somebody you know. If it's been a long time ago, that don't mean shit. That just means it's a lot more work to do to to recover you and get that debris off of you and get that crap out of you, out of your life, out of your system, out of your psyche, out of your cells, out of your mind, out of your body. You deserve that restoration, sis. Welcome to the Dark Divine Feminine Way. Thank you so much for everybody who tuned into the show. Hope you have a great rest of your evening, and we'll do it again soon. You never know. Make sure that you get signed up for the class. If you have any questions, you can always email my assistant. That's diva.assistant at gmail.com. And you can always find us on Facebook as well. That's the Dark Divine Feminine. I'm Triple Dark Goddess, and I'm up off this bitch.